You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on the Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy, folks. Here he is, the Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his 10-gallon hat and his cowboy boots, Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Linked AM. And, um, you know, we've been having some fantastic conversations um, over on the business class security side. When, I, when we started this at the beginning of the year, type of thing because business class news of course has been going for, for six years but we we realized that uh, security was going to be really a big big topic and um no actually actually it was it was the beginning of last year what am i i tell you what I, th- this has been a skip year i'm gonna i'm gonna just say that that 2020 never happened and and so so it was a beginning of 2020, but it, it seems like it was the beginning of this year because as I say, 2020 just was nah, uh, we skipped it. Instead of a leap year, we're having a skip year. But anyway, so when, when we started business class security, you know, I didn't realize you know how much impact it would have on, on our readers and listeners and, and viewers uh, in terms of questions that that were, were being asked. So I am so so excited to uh, to have a, a two two guests on the show today. Um, really, as a, as an extension of the conversations that we've been having with uh, uh, Carlo Breda. Uh, of course, uh, you know, last week we we talked about the Totora Breda Institute for Partnership Excellence, and we touched on the fact that they were launching task force forces um, to really uh, tackle. Uh, different specific um, you know issues uh, as such, uh, and so um, on, on in the in the virtual studio today, um, of course I, I've got uh, uh, Michael Teismeyer. Uh, hello, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me. Excellent. And Jennifer Gold. Thank you for joining me, Jennifer. Thank you so much. So so last week, uh, Carlo and I had had a very uh, in-depth conversation about the initiatives and the, the the sort of the focus of 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 the partnership excellence uh, task forces that that, that you that you put in together of course uh, of which you're one of them and um, you know so what what led you to uh, sort of create and i'm going to say this 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 name of your organization and, and uh, i'm going to say it's the national artificial intelligence and cybersecurity information sharing and analysis organization uh, and i'm going to if you don't mind i'm going to refer to it going forward as isau uh, but uh, what what michael what made you sort of um, you know start this organization what made you think i've got to do this <laughs> excellent question <clears throat> so you know 
I would in general just say, you don't need to be a cybersecurity expert to kind of see that cybersecurity and AI are really transformational technologies and topics for us. Uh, you see it all over the news, whether we're talking about self-driving cars, smart cities, or whether we are talking about all of the recent security issues that have occurred, right? Just recently, the uh, pipeline hack, for example. So we all know that. Now, cybersecurity experts, one of the things we are really interested in, or AI experts as well, is the convergence of these two domains. How does cybersecurity affect AI? And how does AI affect cybersecurity? Now, given the importance of both topics, you would kind of think that there is a national level organization that brings together stakeholders from industry, academia, the public sector, and shares information, generates threat intelligence, all of this stuff to kind of like um, help us in terms of national security. But when we looked around, we were kind of shocked to find out that there was not. So I think uh, my co-chair Jennifer might have some good stuff to add in terms of then how our org fulfills or fits into that gap. Sure, and and just you know to the point of the origin of it, you know, technology has just evolved at this unprecedented rate. You know, we have, you know, the expansion of our digital footprint, all of the IoT devices, everything that we're that is within this ecosystem of our lives, and the laws that govern that, the regulations, and the security around it have it. It just has not evolved in parallel. And so we're really at this place where, you know, um, looking at the role of artificial intelligence in terms of cybersecurity, um, it's being used in ways where it can be this force multiplier and it can supplement some of the operational efforts um, and help our, you know, cybersecurity and the cybersecurity life, life cycle. It can increase efficiency and there are many benefits. But at the same time, it's missing all of these safeguards and governance. And we're dealing with a lot of adversarial behavior. And from a national security standpoint and an innovation standpoint, we absolutely need to partner together, you know, from the private sector to government to military and bring together all of our thought leadership and and figure out, you know, how do we move forward as a nation and position ourselves so that we're doing this the right way? Well, I mean, the thing is that what we've been finding out, I mean, when we, we've had been having discussions with AI experts, et cetera, and, and people that are showing the good that, that can be done. But what, what we know, and, and we know this for a fact, is that um, unfortunately, well, there's, there's two sides to this. Uh, unfortunately, you know, with us all being working remotely, or not all of us, but but the, it's it's opened up, um, you know, this uh, this threat um, opportunity, because corporations, you know, if you're within a building and within a container, you can contain that. But it, it's been one of those things of that the, the workplace has shifted. So you have to start thinking about other, you know, other other ways of, of addressing, you know, security and those threat threats that are going to be coming in. And the other side of things that we've been looking at, and you know, we, we're actually going to be having a, 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 a conference about it, is corporate governance. Corporate governance, you know, has kind of, you know, they, they've they've said, well, 
cybersecurity, that's that's IT. You know, I don't need to worry about that. I'm not at risk. Well, unfortunately, as a, a fiduciary uh, on a board, you are <laughs> at risk if uh, if you're not putting in the proper uh, sort of restrictions and things like that. So, so all of those things, I think by the sounds of it, that's what you're putting together, a group of people that is actually saying, okay, how do I look at this and how can we help organizations really get um, yourself in line with where you need to be? Yes, I mean, absolutely. You know, we're looking at how we bring together sectors and, you know, really this whole of nation approach. And then beyond that, we're looking at how we work with our allies to address some of the challenges that we all face and, you know, really partner together on this. But to your point, you know, cybersecurity is no longer something that's separate from the business. It is a part of the business and it's a cultural shift for people to understand that. And I'm, I'm certain Michael has a lot of experience and knowledge on that given his role. Yeah. Um, besides my uh, duties with the ISIO, I'm also CISO in Silicon Valley for a retail tech company. And I've done, of course, spent years and years in this in this uh, industry and in uh, this domain. And, and one thing that I can say is, is that just a lot of companies that grow very fast, their primary uh, sites are set on profit and growth, right? And, and security sometimes seems to stand in the way of that. Now, whether that's always true is a different story. But generally speaking, there's a lot of people that see it as an inconvenience. And if there are no governance mechanisms in place, if we don't have regulations that have caught up with the times, then security teams at this point are not very well enabled to push back when these dialogues are happening. I so mean, that's definitely one thing. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I, I, I know for a fact is that, well, it's through conversations that we've been having, you know, we had a law firm on, uh, you know, and they were saying that it's it, you know, if you don't put in those those, those sort of procedures and have, you know, what is what is your um, your playbook for what happens after the fact, because you're going to have that in place really to show what is going to happen, you know, so, so it's protecting the whole organization and the whole organization. The weakest link is the human is the employee. In a lot of cases, you know, you can have all the, the technology sort of implement, but education is key. And if you can educate, you know, your employees and your customers, etc., and vendors. I mean, we all know about, you know, the, the different things that have happened in the past. I'm not going to name any names, but where it was the vendor that was actually the the uh, the culprit you know because they they, they opened up uh, you know something and it opened up the whole of the uh, the database of that particular uh, customer so um that organization so you're absolutely right so so what are the main objectives um are you trying to put in place um going forward with the organization jennifer we're absolutely we're absolutely focused on, you know, education. That's a huge component of this, you know, producing white papers, best practices, and having these conversations around some of the challenges, some of the challenges around ethics and AI. What does that look like? You know, how do we do this? How, how do we evolve? Um, you know, while there are so many technological advantages to AI that we can speak to, we again we need those guardrails in place 
because it's vulnerable to exploitation and weaponization by bad actors. So having those conversations, creating awareness, that's a huge component of this. Ensuring that, you know, we're sharing threat intelligence across, you know, all sectors so that we have that information that is so invaluable. And I have a lot of experience with public-private partnerships. And I'm vice president also of the InfraGuard in New York, which is a public-private partnership with the FBI. And, you know, I know firsthand how well that works, you know, sharing information and being able to act upon that, you know, it, this is how you do it, you know, and I think it's incredibly helpful. So I think sharing information but thought leadership coming together, bringing all of the right people together to solve this and taking this whole of nation approach in, in looking at what we're facing. And, you know, we really, um, it, it's time for us to step up our game, you know, and we're, I think we're incredibly fortunate to have such an incredible group of people involved in this effort. We're very energized, we're excited and motivated and well, no. I think I think and, uh, one of, I could tell yeah. that because I mean one of the things that I I I think people are worried about is is we talked about earlier. I think Michael, you touched on it, and, and Jennifer, you did as well. But the acceleration of technology at the moment, and mm -hmm. I think one of the one of the key um, sort of combatants of something that could just become a snowball rolling down a, a hill because it could do if if ai really isn't controlled isn't sort of regulated as such then people will start to be implementing it as you say into different areas that we don't want it to be implemented in and that's why the power of multiple minds and having a, a, an organization like yourself where we, you're calling it a think tank, which is fantastic, and a task force. And the task force, mm -hmm. you know, I'm ex-military, so the task force is to go out there and, you know, attack that, you know, a threat ahead of time so that you can actually, you know, reduce casualties. And so at the end of the day, um, by having you know, an organization like yourself, now, are you looking to, for, you know, to, to be able to um, recruit people in and get more like-minded minds? How's the organization work? I mean, of course, we do a lot of outreach, right? So there's there, there there there's a couple of things, right? There's like membership that we need to develop. There's there's internal resources involved as well, and and I think one thing that you shouldn't forget is this aspect of um, digital diplomacy as well, right? So we're not just looking at the U.S., but our partners overseas in this multi-stakeholder dialogue are incredibly important as well. Specifically, if you're talking about the issue about runaway AI implementation. Right? There needs to be some alignment, some dialogue about what it means um, to implement AI into, into societies in a responsible manner. And we as an organization can only succeed if we get as many voices together in our membership as possible to get this diverse set of opinions and these different views on the same subject matter, but from a different perspective so we can make sure we don't drop the ball somewhere and we miss something important. So um, we're definitely uh, doing a lot of awareness work right now and a lot of outreach to uh, generate the membership and um, build up our own internal capabilities. 
Well, I think, uh, you know, of course, we'll be putting all the information um, at the bottom of this post, et cetera, in the, the podcast. And um, and also, we'll catch our video. We're on video, so I'll wave and smile. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but it's the, the, what I what I love about this is because AI doesn't doesn't have barrier of a language. OK, so, you know, we, we, the, the, we, we are a global society and AI, unfortunately, can learn a language pretty quickly and it can be electronic language as well as you know uh, verbal language uh, so so it's as you say it's extremely important that we have this inclusion because we, we you know we, we on business class news we talk about you know inclusion and diversity etc and if and, and if you if you have that within a team a team effort and a project you'll have a better result Okay, so that's why I love the fact that you're doing outreach. You're actually going to be including, you know, multiple, um, you know, uh, sort of countries and people that are because that is that's the way we're going to win. We we are going to win um, this 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 uh, situation that we're we potentially could be in if we don't address it now, um, as such. Also, to that point, too, one of the white papers that we're working on is looking at building, you know, these ethical AI models so that we ensure, you know, this is a chance for us to get it right. Let's not repeat um, the things that exist in society that don't serve us. Let's let's level set here and build models that work well for us and that don't exclude anyone. Right. So let's let's do this in a fair and ethical way. And it's an opportunity to use technology for good. And that's so incredibly important that we take that responsibility seriously and, you know, and oh. not just, um, uh, yeah. Well, I think I think you're it. absolutely right. And I mean, that that's the other side of this, isn't it? Is, is that, the, yes. you know, that the, there is so much great things that can be done if you work together, uh, and 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 the, the, what I what I really sort of would love to to understand is is what's the next step for you? I mean, you you talk about memberships and getting people involved, etc. But what what is I mean, Im implementing this into that private public you know uh, sort of uh, domain as such, you know, but organizations and and business owners can reach out to you and say you know how how can i how can i get get involved and um and, and things like that so explain a little bit more about how how people can get involved with you they can so they can reach out we have the website set up and we're you know building out our platform so that people can become members and we're working on, you know, our model for sponsorship as well and looking to partner with technology firms and other firms who are, you know, interested in aligning with us as partners and sponsors. And you're going to be doing events as back. well, aren't you? You're going to be doing yes, a we're going to be summits that, and things like that. That's absolutely correct. And the other point that, you know, I want to make for the members, you know, and on our website it breaks down some of the benefits to our members. But one of the key points in our goals is to take some of these concepts that are, you know, ambiguous to so many board members, to so, so many people on the C-suite and ensure that we're able to work with people and teams and be able to break them down in a meaningful way so that people can socialize 
what these concepts are to their boards and and drive these things forward. You know, there's often a disconnect, especially on the cybersecurity front, and again, AI as well. And it's really important that we're able to translate that, you know, and I think that's something Michael and I have discussions on quite a bit. How do we help translate that? And it's a, a huge area of focus. Oh, I, t- I tell you, you're singing the, the, the words of music uh, to uh, to my, 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 my partners. We, 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 we partner with a company called GovernX, and GovernX is all about corporate governance. And Dennis Kagan mm-hmm. um, uh, has been a guest on the show many, many times. And he's been screaming out saying, there's, there's people on boards today that they have no idea, no idea um, how exposed they are and they have to get on board. Uh, and so for you to be able to put together programs that can educate um, and really mm-hmm. sort of highlight uh, that threat, then uh, it's it's just gonna make the world a better place because I tell you, it's just gonna, it, 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 it's a lawsuit ready to happen if, if you don't, it really is. So you, that's why you need the people like yourself. So Michael, so so just, I know we unfortunately we're coming up to uh, to the end of our uh, little uh, conversation. We'd like to tr- try and keep it within, you know, 20, 25 minutes, but it's such an interesting topic. <laughs> I just, I may, I may sort of roll on. So um, in terms of um, words of wisdom, I always like to l- leave the show with a words of wisdom of what you've been seeing out there uh, and, and what is the main sort of uh, threat that people have to be aware of, and how can you guys um, sort of help that? So I think I think one words of wisdom that I would give is 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 there's a there's a famous fallacy which is it won't happen to me. I'm not important enough. I'm not big enough. I don't have anything of interest. In the world that we are in right now, with uh, this high operations tempo and cyber warfare, cyber crime and all this stuff, you can't say that just like that. You don't know. You might fight, you might fit into the picture of a, into the puzzle of someone else somewhere without even realizing it. Maybe you're just a stepping stone. Maybe you're just adding to some kind of data aggregation on their end. It's still a data breach nonetheless. So I think, I think it's very important to recognize that you don't need to be a energy provider. You don't need to be a pipeline company, oil pipeline company, in order to end up in the target pool of someone. I think that's one important thing. Well, I think that's that. Well, I I couldn't have asked for any more words of wisdom there, because I think that that's you know that is exactly spot on. Um, people have to be uh, aware, and it's a serious matter. It really is, and it's one of those things that that we 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 shouldn't take lightly and we should always put a plan in place uh, and uh, and really look look ahead uh, and so that we don't uh, look backwards and think i wish i'd done that so so jennifer and michael uh, thank you for joining me uh, this morning uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure um, i'll put all the information onto the uh, onto the website of course and uh, links to your website uh, so that people can uh, find out more about your organization and, of course, um, uh, hopefully join your, your movement and your mission and vision, uh, which I applaud you for. So thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you, thank you Carl. It's been a pleasure to be on the show, and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Excellent. Of course, that was uh, Jennifer and Michael. And, um, you know, th- th- this is a very, very uh, 
it's a it's a it's a topic that we've talked about before, and I've had many people on. I've had authors that have written books, etc., on the show, and so you've seen those interviews, listened to those interviews, but. I would I would really 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 encourage you to go and check out um, the, the the website that Jennifer and Michael uh, were just talking about because that that education uh, you hear me say it all the time education is the key if you're knowledgeable about something then you can actually try and uh, you know you know stop things from happening and uh, you can't get enough education as i say uh, so uh, as i as as i always say on my end of my show go out there have some fun make some money because it's business class news it's business uh, but at the same time be safe enjoy yourself and until the next time goodbye <laughs>